podcast, podcast, podcast. Well, hey, everybody. This is your only friend in the world. Uh, and when I say only, one of two. This is Gabe Martinez, uh, one of the hosts of the podcast you're listening to. It's called Who Let You Watch That? The other guy who said that uh, is is just one of my dearest friends. He's fabulous. And his name is? Andrew Diaz. There you go. Okay. You're listening to Who Let You Watch That? Uh, this is the show where we relive the trauma of uh, youth through movies, through television, through the wonderful things that possibly negligent parents and or caregivers were guilty of. Definitely guilty of. Yeah, yeah. Showing us when we were kids or letting us watch them when we were kids. Today is very special. Ooh-wee. It's uh, We are very excited. We have uh, an incredible artist. We have uh, a, a rescue bunny owner. But but more than anything, we have uh, a rad, rad person. She is the Obanoth. And I have to say that because the name commands such a, a, a way of saying it. It really is. It's 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 just it's an incredible. It's her handle. It's uh, it's it's her tag. It's her website. It's on all of her social things. The Obanoth. O-B-A-N-O-T-H. OK. And uh, yeah, we are so stoked to have her here. So, uh, the Obanoth, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. The Obanoth uh, does incredible, uh, just uh, amazing color block graphic representations of uh, everyday things with her own incredible twist uh, and uh, just really, really unique uh, um, style uh, with everything she does. I mean, one of the raddest things that I've seen you do is when you'll do like features when you've done like you've done lips like, you know, a, a woman's lips and they're so rad and just they look unlike anything else. You know, um, we're talking about movies today, but I mean, could you give us a little snippet, a little window into your style and kind of how you got it? Yeah, I mean, I think you're doing a great job. Please. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a fan. dude. I'm a fan. Your stuff's legitimately rad. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I'm I am an acrylic painter. I do kind of brightly colored, color block looking sort of style paintings. Uh, it's a little hard to describe, but um, you know, really square brush strokes, bright colors. Uh, paint a lot of animals, a lot of you know human features like that, like you said, uh, objects and things. So, yeah, uh, yeah, my work is just kind of bright and silly and fun. <laughs> And we're stoked to have you talking about, Andy, what are we talking about today? We are going to be talking about a fantastic, crazy, chaotic children's show from, from our youth, the very wonderful Ren and Stimpy. It's our Hell first yeah. TV show that we're doing, first first venture out of movies, which actually, too, uh, thank you for bringing this to our attention. I didn't even think about doing TV shows. Yeah, and I know. <laughs> like, just rewatching this today just opened up like there are so many things that came to mind and just nostalgia that gabe we're going to jump into some stuff <laughs> yeah. in, in future episodes definitely yeah. um but yeah, yes right. we're doing ren and stimpy today yeah right right before we got on with you uh Obanoth, uh you yeah. you could call me hannah at this point okay. if you want okay. i'll leave it up to you <laughs> okay Okay, we're we're peeling back the curtain a little bit. It'll be occasionally Hannah, but usually the Obanoth. The Obanoth. Okay. Like that, all spooky. 
uh, <laughs> we were talking. Yeah. We were so thankful that you suggested Ren and Stimpy. Both of us are fans. Um, uh, Majorly, yeah. Yeah, I would say that I'm like a, a crazy Ren and Stimpy fan. Um, and we started talking just about these gnarly shows that all came up, you know, in the early 90s. And it's like, Rocco's Modern Life was one. And it's like, holy smokes, like there was an entire episode about prostitution. <laughs> with being, the... <laughs> being a phone sex worker and everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so. It was wild. Yeah. Uh, so this yeah. stuff was on Nickelodeon, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it started on Cinemax and then it went to Nickelodeon. So, um, so we are we we were derailed for a minute because we're so excited to have the Obanoth here, and uh, now it's time to get down to business. Okay, we uh, we kick off each one of these episodes either asking each other or our guest to describe this thing. So today, Ren and Stimpy. So could you describe this? Someone that's never seen it before in five words or less. Five words. Yes. Okay. It is disgusting, first of all. It is outrageous, hilarious, very, very funny show, uh, really intense, um, like really in your face intensity. Uh, and ultimately, it is just totally bizarre. Super <laughs> yeah. <laughs> job well done absolutely yeah. perfect yeah yeah you, you pegged it you pegged it I, I i wrote i wrote uh nudity violence abuse absurdity kitty litter like every episode dude kitty litter yeah. kitty litter so much kitty litter bizarre we'll, we'll get into some of the stuff later just the the stills that are used on this show. Yeah. Just those images are just <laughs> out of left field a lot of the time. And they're, they're so fantastic. They are so yeah. good. Yeah. There, yeah. There's a lot to unpack. I mean, it, cause it really, it really goes nonstop. Yeah. You know, an episode is not that long, but man, they throw <laughs> a lot at you in yeah. the 18 minutes or whatever. That, <laughs> yeah. That part of that show is. Yeah, it's uh, it it is you know intense was one of the words you used, and you're so right. It is so intense, and man, I mean, spoiler alert! I rewatched it for this, and oh yeah, oh man, I just love it so much, and it's crazy to see how it it shaped me. So, and that's one of the things we talk about. We don't do a deep dive into you know the the movie or the TV show. We won't go into a ton of the backstory or any of that today, and you know, unless there's fun snippets that you want to visit, we. We definitely did some research so we can discuss, but um, we just love talking about, you know, the stories of it all. The, yeah, know? the stories and how it what, influenced you and what what it reminds you of and just uh, just taking you back to those times when you were a youngster sitting there in front of the TV watching something that am I supposed to be watching this? I guess is the, the question. Right. It's on the channel that my parents let me watch, but right. yeah, yeah. It's it, it felt like a thing like you could watch it and but you just kept looking over your shoulder. Like, yeah, are they going to come in? Are they going to like turn this off? <laughs> so. Yeah, it, it, it is maybe harder to watch as an adult. So, I mean, that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, that, that, that might say something about, you know, in in the who let you watch this <laughs> format. You know, I, I understand wanting to watch it as a kid, but watching it as adult, I'm like you know wow man that's, 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 okay. it's like oh did he really do that yeah it, it, 
it some of it is a little much for me now <laughs> yeah you know? so yeah well i i think then you that's the litmus test i think you don't need to be committed i think you're okay <laughs> you <know? laughs> if parts of this were hard for you to watch then you are a fully adjusted human being good job <laughs> right well i will read the imdb of it all um it, it says here ren a psychotic chihuahua and stimson j cat still one of the best names ever uh, a dim-witted Manx cat who goes by the name Stimpy have a host of unusual adventures. I mean, that sums it up right That sums there. it up perfectly. Yeah. I mean, I think your five words or less was was, was fantastic, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, all right. So we've got... Sorry, go ahead. No, this is IMDb is really, you know, they're really sugarcoating. A dog and a cat go on adventures. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I guess, man. (laughs) (laughs) What? I mean, uh, adventures in the mind, you know, just like a bad drug trip, I guess. (laughs) Totally. You know, they were fire dogs. They were things that were just normal. It's fine. They went to space, I guess. They went to space a few times. It's totally cool. Those are adventures. (laughs) Yeah. It's just not a very telling uh, synopsis of the show, but okay. You're you're so right. Yeah. Yeah. A host of unusual adventures. They have that qualifier in there. Unusual, you know. (laughs) All right. So uh, there's so much that we can talk about with this. Um, This is kind of our our area where we move into sort of the background of it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Andy, do you want to do you want to jump off on any of this? Um, And then we can also kind of address the elephant in the room okay I think, so here. okay so we'll get this out of the way very very early then so uh, <laughs> uh created by our good friend uh john uh chris chris falusi did i get that chris chris so. chris yeah. falusi yeah <laughs> so you can you can uh, give it a hard like like chi chi chris chris i think it's falusi yeah that's how you said it uh, john k so yeah john uh, k created by john k um uh, through his uh, what was the name of the uh the company? I didn't Spunk-o. remember. Spunko. So, created by um him and his company and everything. Uh, I guess we'll just get the get it out of the way right off the bat. Our friend, uh, well, not our friend, the guy John K. Uh, the guy who created this guy who kind of created so many memories of this show for us. He's had some uh, some uh, some bad stuff come out over the the last couple years. Uh, in terms of you know, um. <laughs> yeah they're, what's they're, uh what's the correct term um th- i mean yeah yeah he he, <laughs> he has been rightfully accused yeah. of like you know some sexual misconduct stuff he, he you know part of the me too thing and has been rightly ousted as a major creep yeah and that sucks yes and it's but. one of those, yeah. <laughs> but there are so many people that worked on and kind of put their heart and soul into this show that it's it's one of those things where uh, a lot of people will say this sort of thing about separating the art from like the artist sort of thing. But it's just he he's such a creep and kind of a, a bad guy, and he you know molded a uh, a couple young underage women. Uh, and and for for his for his benefit and everything yeah that manipulated them manipulated them and kind of um it's one of those things where you just it's 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 hard it puts you know you in a kind of a bad place where it, i love this show does that make me a bit like i i i like this person that created 
this great thing that I love yeah. and I care so much about. Right. Oh, but he's trash. He yeah. is. Yeah. And it's one of those things too, where like looking at the art that he created, you're kind of like, he's just, it's creepy, weird, gross, violent sort of stuff. <laughs> Andy, I will, I will tell on behalf of all creepy, weird, gross artists, yeah. um, not all of us are bad. Yeah. <laughs> just because we make gross stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, but well, th this was a tricky one um, because this, you know, the show was incredibly impactful for me as a kid. You know, I mean, we, when we were talking about, you know, what you know, the, the premise of the thing, right? Like, like what is a thing that that sort of put these these memories of something, you know, crazy or significant, or how did how did they get away with it? You know, this absolutely was the first place that I went. And it totally sucks that mm -hmm. a big chunk of it has been tainted. And, yeah. you know, I, I watched an interview with Robin Bird with the woman, you know, who was affected by this guy and, and her take, which I think is significant is that, you know, a lot of people contributed to this. A lot of people participated in this, you know, animation is not produced by a single person. And although obviously he was very central in the creation of this company and things, you know, there are a lot of important artists and players that came together to make this. And even her impression is that, you know, it, it, you need to maintain an awareness of who these people are and what their actions and behaviors have been, but that it is okay to have pleasant memories of a thing, mm -hmm. you know, to, to appreciate the contributions of other people. So, you know, Bob Camp, Vincent Waller, I mean, all, all of these like incredible artists that were really major are going to be the people that I'm going to credit, you know, from here forward. There we go. So, yeah. Can't sweep it under the rug. Right. <laughs> but yeah, very, very well said, Hannah. Um, yeah, it, it, it needed to be addressed. It needed to be said, you know, um, Ren and Stimpy is, is very much John Kay, but it's very much this collective, you know, that, and, and outside of Spumco, you know, I mean, there were so many people that were just so involved and honestly, I mean, John had nothing to do with it after the second season, I yeah. believe, you know, so. Um, so, you know, we're we're exclusively talking first season tonight because, you know, that was how it launched and uh, it was or, I mean, that's what launched it. And it's groundbreaking and incredible and gnarly, just as gnarly <laughs> as it is today, as it was in 91 when it came out. But, yeah, I mean, you've got you've got in just an incredible point of view. I mean, from an art perspective, holy smokes. I mean, just like. Re revitalizing or reviving the golden age of animation, you know, taking the, the raddest early Disney and, and uh, Hanna-Barbera stuff and, and putting it through this contemporary nineties, like late eighties, early nineties filter um, where they had, you know, these incredible like mid century, modern uh, matte paintings and absolute lunacy going on over top of them. Yeah. And, you know, character design that was just, incredible um and just these nods to just i mean everything that was pop culture from the you know 30s 40s and 50s yeah for these little kids i mean it was it was amazing it was a show that you could watch and go whoa what is this bonkers insane thing that i probably am going to get in trouble for even looking at but now i suddenly understand like the Marx Brothers, you know, and or, like uh, Peter Laurie, you yeah, know, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. where it's yeah. just like, you know, 
seeing this now, you know, and it's just one of those things where I've never picked up on that before, but I had to like stop and go like, is Ren's voice basically just Peter Laurie and just so much of like the mannerism stuff? And I was like, oh, okay, it is. And yeah. it's just like as a little kid. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> I don't goes over my head. I don't know who that guy is. Right. I haven't spent time watching, you know, those old uh, crime movies and stuff. <laughs> but right. there he is. Yeah. And and yeah, I mean, you you, you mentioned it, uh, uh, Hannah, and uh, you know, just the Bob Camp of it all. It's like you know, Bob mm-hmm. Camp is is beloved and went on to do so many incredible things. You know, SpongeBob being probably the universally most beloved thing that he did um holy smokes amazing and fantastic and just a true incredible creative voice and talent um and from everything i've seen online a fabulous person so yeah uh, you know so yeah we had there's you know dozens of people that were core to this and hundreds beyond john k that uh i think make it perfectly acceptable appropriate and necessary for us to celebrate ren and stimpy Absolutely. Good. Cool. That was so good. I think we should just end the episode right now. <laughs> there we go. We did it. Make sure no. you follow us and subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the O B A N O T H dot com and all the things. All right. Hannah, we got to hear. Okay. We have you on today. We want to know the story of when you saw it. We suggested uh, or we asked you to be on the show today and we said anything that, that sticks out. And you were like, what about Ren and Stimpy? Like right away that came to you. So we want to hear about little Hannah seeing the show, paint the scene, tell us all the things. We Let's want hear to know. it. Yes. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, so I don't know. I, I think maybe some of it has to do with having parents that have kind of lowbrow senses of humor or, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I have, I have memories of my parents like watching Beavis and Butthead, and, you know, and stuff. so like, I think that it it was like having kind of gross humor stuff around was, um, you know, was was not unusual and was kind of the funniest thing to me. You know, like I, I was I was kind of a tomboy throughout adolescence, just in general, and I liked sort of the gross and and that kind <laughs> of stuff. Um, and I mean, the show just absolutely encapsulated like everything that a kid wants out of a gross show like it was it was boogers you know it was just, <laughs> yeah. just yeah. the full um just unapologetic like way in your face making fun of your parents in front of you you know I mean it was just like it hit all of those things for me so like you know I it was on Nickelodeon is the other thing that is pretty wild if you think about it in today's context like I mean that some you know if you re-watched this recently like some some of these scenes are are (laughs) absolutely foul and this is like daytime (laughs) tv so I think a lot of people why you know a lot of people didn't watch it because it was disgusting but a lot of people did watch it because honestly it was there and it was super unique and it was like bright and dynamic. The music was great. The sound effects are are hilarious. Yeah. You know, it's just like yeah. like it just it checked off all of the like gross rowdy kid boxes. So you know, I just I just remember watching it and you know sitting with my watching it with my aunt. You know, who's <laughs> like 
I don't know, probably in her twenties or something. And, you know, and it was just, it was just, uh, it was a little naughty and, uh, and that made it super fun. So I don't know, it just, um, something about it kind of spoke to me and, and stuck with me. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Andy. Yeah. Very, very similar. You know, I have vivid memories of, there was like a block of cartoons on Nickelodeon at the time, you know, uh, things like Rugrats and um, Doug, Rocco's Modern Life, all mm-hmm. those. I, I can't remember exactly what it was called. I don't know if it was Nick Jr. or Nick Tunes or something like that. But there was like this. Isn't Nick Tunes? This block of, yeah, this block of cartoons. But Ren and Stimpy was always, for me, that that holy grail in that sort of things. And it was one of those things where we watched this over and over and over again. Mainly because, as it turns out, John Kay couldn't get episodes done. So you would watch the first like six episodes over and over and over again <laughs> yeah. as a new episode of Doug and a new episode of Rugrats came out. But guess what? I'm watching Space Madness again. And you know what? I don't care because this <laughs> is absolutely wild. And I just just was loving every single moment of it. Um, Hannah, as you mentioned, like Beavis and Butthead too. Yeah. It's one of those things where like, I remember watching this with my parents and especially like my dad, just, my mom, not so much. My mom was just kind of <laughs> grossed out by all this. But my old man would just like laugh at this, the over the topness of it. Just, you know, uh, Ren chewing on that kitty litter, you know, and the like you said, the sound effects, just the sound effects, the sounds of this show as I was, we'll get into that later, but just they stick in my brain and just, oh, yeah. and I just, I love just so much of this, this show. And it just, it was being a little, you know, eight, nine, ten year old, whatever age it was, yeah. and just sitting there in front of a TV, you know, an old TV that had like a dial and just, oh, it, I, I, <laughs> I loved mean, it. It loved. was fully unique. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, it wasn't a show about kids in school, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever, right. which, which, you know, it, that alone, I mean, you know, like half of, of the cartoon programming kind of fit into that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, Doug and Rugrats. You know, it's oh just yeah. Like, oh, story of some kids playing. You know, <laughs> but yeah. like some these other shows, I think stood out because they are like absolutely their own thing. It, it yeah. is a totally unique story. It is it is interesting because it is unpredictable. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, uh, th- this nothing else is like. Ren and Stimpy. I mean, it, you you essentially it's this cartoon about an old married couple that's a dog and a cat, and you know the the husband drinks and is super abusive, and it's like <laughs> what is happening? Um, and it's made for children, and yeah, I mean sound effects lifted from you know the, the old Warner Brothers stuff, like it, just incredible. It's awesome. I mean, the the two of you have these fond memories watching yeah, it uh because you have uh you you've had cable you had parents that loved you and <laughs> mine didn't uh so i got to see ren and stimpy and all these rad shows that you're referencing i got to see him at my grandma's place with my uncles and mm-hmm. my uncles were like long-haired drug addict maniacs who i loved i didn't realize they were into drugs until i was much older and they were just like they were always rad around me. Um, I idolized these guys. I was just like, whoa, these guys are the coolest dudes ever. And for some reason, I mean, every time I was over at their house, Ren and Stimpy was on. It was one of like the four things in the rotation. 
And it was like Space Madness was on every time. <laughs> like it was just <laughs> always on. Uh, and, you know, sitting next to these people that I thought uh, you said you're, you know, you were with your aunt and she was like 20. It's like, yeah, one of my uncles was was probably, you know, 22, 23. And he was like, in my eyes, the coolest person on Earth. And there he is like cracking up at the same stuff that I think is hilarious. So it's like reinforcing. Oh, yeah. Even when I'm older and hopefully cool, like boogers will be great. And, yeah. a, and a, a horse <laughs> taking a dump in a litter box will be like the funniest thing on earth. Yeah, I can't wait to grow up, you know? <laughs> totally. It's funny. I mean, you know, in retrospect, when you grow up, you realize that, you know, adults made this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. When, when, you're a, when you're a kid, you, you kind of forget, like things just sort of appear and feel made for you. But yeah, when you grow up, you're like, oh man, like this was, these were, these were grown adults, like <laughs> coming up with this and then drawing it and then getting it on TV. And <laughs> was like, cool, sounds great. Right. <laughs> People yeah. had meetings about the nose goblet. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. People were like, yeah, you know, uh, that one's a little, I mean, would it, would it be funnier if that one was more curved? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Like, Joe, didn't you have a, a booger in a napkin you saved that you wanted to show the guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like there were meetings. Yeah. And people talked about this type of stuff. You know, <laughs> things were yeah. scribbled on whiteboards, you know, <laughs> at the very least by, by grownups, people with mortgages, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I got to ask then, OK, you you saw this thing. How did it affect you as you thought back to it? You know, I mean, obviously, I mean. You're an artist. You're a, a very accomplished, uh, awesome, incredibly talented artist. A lot of amazing artists worked on this thing that's so unique and different. You know, what did you pull from it? Yeah, well, I, for a long time, uh, wanted to be an animator. And actually, when I went to art school originally, I went as an animation major. Um, I ended up changing that because I've realized that the process of animation is too tedious for me. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think that, that the thing that you are getting that like hyper dynamic, the, the loud, the crazy, um, you know, was something that I wanted to emulate. I mean, it was, it was cool to see, to see a drawing move, you know, and I, I got pretty into that or wanting to do that until I tried it and realized maybe not and looking <laughs> back um looking back on it you know I mean a lot of the things that have mostly stuck out with me to be honest are the stills are the paintings right because mm. Ren and Stimpy does an incredible job of not just being animated you know they freeze frame on something that is so beautifully rendered yeah it's just <laughs> The worst that it, it will be like the most incredible dynamic painting I've ever seen of a blister. Yeah. You know? And you're like, <laughs> it, yeah. it's, it's so, it's so guttural, you know, like yeah. you, you immediately you have such a knee jerk reaction to seeing these things. And honestly, I think maybe that is may, part of what I was detecting about of what I really liked about it. Um, when I switched out of animation and started doing just regular painting, uh, my work through school used to be a lot grosser. Uh, I've toned <laughs> it, it down a little bit um, just because, you know, nobody wants to hang a painting of a blister in their house. But uh, <laughs> but it's 
um, I don't know. I, I feel like that that sense of humor and sort of the appreciation for that has absolutely stuck with me. And so, you know, I it it is uh, it is both a still and a motion centric piece of artwork in every episode. <laughs> so, you know, I I do think that I have landed where I have by um, you know, access to, to things that are, that were built with traditional media, you know, drawings and paintings and, and watching those things on TV and, and getting to feel them and, and experience them and laugh at them, you know, I think is super significant for somebody that winds up in art, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Bill Ray and, and Jim Smith doing those, those paint, I mean, so many worked on those, but I mean like the first season, those guys doing those paintings and it's like man i mean just beautifully grotesque that was something that you know I, i'm talking a lot i don't want yeah. you to get into it but i mean that was something that really jumped out to me too was the paintings just the paintings yeah just those stills you know i was mentioning that earlier just like um i can't remember off the top of my head if it's there's one of i think it's uh powdered toast man which is like a close-up of his face yeah. and he's just like just this like snarl on his face looking disgusted and it's just but it's just absolutely beautifully done yeah and you know i, I want that i want that on a wall i will <laughs> yeah. can I, I will take the blister on the wall <laughs> that sounds fantastic i'm gonna see if my wife will approve but it'll be that needs to go i'll put it in the kids room <laughs> that's what i want yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, you know, rewatching, I mean, that, you know, just watching it this past week to refresh. And it's funny how much of it is so familiar to me, you know, I mean, yeah. cause it's, it really, it really glues in your brain. But, um, but, you know, some, I mean, some of these paintings, though, you know, I, I found myself pausing and really examining because it would be like, you know, there's an episode where Ren wakes up and is sick and they have mm. this close up where you know he's got a cold or something and Stimpy is inspecting him like as his nurse or caretaker or something. Mm. And you have this 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 zoomed in shot of of him sleeping just with his mouth open, just like crusty <laughs> lips, like just like yellowish crud around the corner of his mouth. I mean it is it is yeah. an incredible painting. It yeah. is so detailed. The color is brilliant it, it it really is like an uh just a, a big wow painting and there's yeah. so many of them i mean yeah. you know you there I, I would love to know where all this stuff is you know yeah <laughs> like, yeah you know. see this yeah um a few years but, ago they they auctioned off some of the cells none of the paintings were up in that auction that i saw but the cells were starting at like fifteen hundred dollars so i was like <laughs> oh man like i, 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 I wanted it <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna happen then but yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I I mean I don't know I just it, it's uh it it's really it's really cool and it's funny because you do see some of that seep into current shows you know I mean you're talking about like like Bob Camp and people that wound up on Spongebob I mean you know that that's a very good example of a contribution a significant contribution to that show that that lived on in other places mm -hmm. and i'm i'm grateful for that because it's it really is uh something powerful yeah yeah it's it, it they didn't let it die and it found new legs and in, in spongebob and a few others certainly i mean spongebob i think is the is, is the best example of of that translating to another uh, even more mainstream show um but still 
insane. SpongeBob is insane. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's plenty of crazy, weird stuff, you know. But uh, yeah, uh, I mean, we're, we're going to talk about in just a second, like the, the rewatch. Um, uh, but man, just looking back on it and everything, seeing being able to look at it and then or think back and and see like, holy smokes, like Ren and Stimpy shaped so much of who I am, like the powdered toast man stuff and just like the. Every time you saw a grown up, well, you never saw, you very rarely saw their faces. When you did, they were absolute lunatics. But usually it was like the legs of the mom and like yeah, the shins of... of the dad with the, the stockings. <laughs> like he's wearing the, like the little sock garter things. Uh, and it's just. That's her 1950s. Yeah, it's just, look. it's hilarious. And, and making, yeah, like you said, yeah, like making fun of grown ups. And I'm like, man, that was like my whole identity was just making fun of like ah old people and like getting into dust ups with my dad because it's like ah old man you don't know you're just an old man you know <laughs> i mean they were making fun of tv commercials yeah you know like like throughout the show too so you yeah. know they're, they're, you could always you could always tell but it was it was either front-ended or back-ended on an episode that there would be like a fake commercial yeah. right oh, yeah. before or after a commercial break. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, you know, the new toy is a log. The yeah. cereal <laughs> is sugar lumps, you know. And it's just <laughs> yeah. sugar frosted milk. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's just like curdled <laughs> frosted milk. With like four pieces of cereal in it, that was like the best. Man, uh, watching as a kid, the idea of like powdered toast yeah. made so much sense to me. And like when I was, you know, I was watching that, you're like, yeah, today, that's a thing. And I'm like, what the hell is powdered toast? In my mind, it was always just like as a kid, like, oh yeah, I want powdered toast. I probably asked my mom and dad, hey, let's have powdered toast. And like, yeah, no. what the hell is this kid talking about? Idiot. It's not a thing, dummy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're an imbecile. Maybe, but yeah. TV. I Andy? mean, I love. I love one of my favorite thing. I mean, one of my favorite movies is the original Planet of the Apes, and I love like 1950s sci-fi. My my favorite thing is like th- these. There's there's a million of them, but I mean like these films where you know all all the men are talking like this, and they've mm. all got cigarettes, and they're inside the spaceship. And there's always a secretary and she's got a short skirt and they're just like, what big important things are we going to do today? And they're in a spaceship smoking and they're talking to this woman. They're just like, isn't that right, Nancy? <laughs> and it's like, you're astronauts. Like, this is absurd. This is insane for her to be on that. She'd be a genius, too. Like, what are you? You know, it's it. I love it. The absurdity of it. Uh, and, you know, they just do such an amazing job, like pegging that. It's just and making it their own, you know. Right. Um, something, you know, that really stuck out for me, too, was just the the dark humor of it all, you know, just like oh, yeah. some of those uh, some of those lines that you hear, you know, like the happy, happy, joy, joy song, you know, and like just that there's like a line in there where it's just like, I told you I shoot. But you didn't believe me. And it's just like, yeah. wait a minute, why the hell is that in there? Or just like these very like dark sort of <laughs> atmospheric sort of things, you know. Call the police. It's yeah. just like oh, yeah. Just yeah. these so, things that are just rubber walrus protectors. Yeah. <laughs> they're just just so incredibly 
just from a dark place. And if you really start just like stop and think about it, you're just like, holy heck, like, what are we doing here? This yeah. is insane. Those are the sort I mean, of things that stick out with me always. Yeah, because there's a, there's a lot of little little bits like that. Yeah, you know, some sure. of them are visual gags, and some of them are are things like that. And you're just like, wow, this is this is this is dark. You know, it's <laughs> really strange. Or like, obviously, this is just some idiot in the studio making a dumb joke for who? Like, you right. know, who, yeah. Like, who is supposed to get that or think that's funny? Is it is it the kid? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's that's back to your point where you're like, this was made by adults. Yeah. You know, like they were doing it for themselves, too. They were like, what would be hilarious? Oh, what if I'm just going to. Hey, guys, I'm just going to riff and say, like, uh, I'm going to teach your grandmother how to suck eggs. Yeah. You know, like I'm going to say that. And people were like, yeah, that makes zero sense. Do it. You know, like it's great. All right. But also the planness of it, too. You know, uh, the horse jumping out the window and just landing on its hind legs and just the breaking and him just crawling away in agony. Oh, God. You know, just... like, like slowly. Like slowly. Seconds. And you're yeah. like. It's on yeah. screen forever. Yeah. This, poor, <laughs> this yeah. poor horse in absolute agony with broken legs. Just. But, I mean, we're laughing now. Like it, it is. It, it is so inappropriate that yeah. it's so funny. It's yeah, like the absurdity yeah. of it all. Yeah, it's it's beautifully done. <laughs> so, all right, you watched it again in preparation. Okay, what what did you experience on the rewatch? I know we've touched on it a little bit, but you know things that jumped out this is a great place to talk about any if if a specific moment that we haven't already touched on you know jumped out at you yeah i mean i think it's just you know it it's 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 the honestly it's the intensity you know like you you know and you remember things about this like you know we've we've talked about the space madness episode a couple times right which is yeah. you know the gist is that these two people have are astronauts and have been on a ship for too long like they're kind of losing it right mm -hmm. and and ren is is doing a, a poor job of keeping it together and just <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> everything from the the expressions to just the the strange sort of comments and, and bits and things that he says the music on top of it is this yes. like really high-pitched kind of freaky thing i mean he's looking right at you it, it almost the the almost strobe effect it's like it's really really just in, intense i mean it's just it, it's, it's a lot to take in and it's impressive to be able to pull that off because what they're doing is they're like constantly just showing you this this intense just madness and anger you know and i think it's just how good of a job they consistently did with emotion is is really really cool because like happy the happy happy joy and joy right it, it was like they they managed to get you to this place of this incredibly uncomfortable forced thrill and joy and it's you can tell that it's like being imprisoned by this force to be happy and, and fighting against <laughs> yeah. it and not mm -hmm. being you know and that that tension point is just is just so tangible it's it's really like right there in front of you and the, uh, like these are my memories of the show but 
watching it again, it it really is amazing how clear they could show nuance of of intense emotion, you know, through different scenes and things in a really unconventional way. Um, so that that was my big my big takeaway is like, you know, I remember I remember them being scared and I remember them being mad and and you know and I remember them being entertained or whatever but I like watching it and and really like you you feel it yeah (laughs) oh yeah really intense way and I mean maybe partially just because it's you know I have history with this show or something but like I don't I can't think of a show certainly a cartoon that has come close to like to being that visceral exactly yeah no no animated show and i mean i have friends that are way into anime and i've I've definitely seen some that have been intense certainly uh but that's on a different level you know that that's like that's adult you know this is this is i I guess this is adult too but i mean it's it's meant for kids um but yeah to to take you on that range i mean space madness is my favorite episode ever space madness is 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 the i think one of the greatest pieces of animated art ever created um because it starts off with that in the amazing year 400 billion or 300 billion or whatever it is it, it, <laughs> this fun hilarious thing that is just like so concise and perfect and the the narrator is just the greatest ever and you're like man this is going to be an adventure this is so fun and then breaking plates and radio frequencies and intense and yeah in 18 minutes you go from this like fun promise of an adventure in space yeah. to this like holy smokes like this is a this is this is this like a uh, intense like uh um you know like david mamet play that i'm watching <laughs> unfold as a kid it's insane you know it's so it's so nuts so you're gonna say and it doesn't <laughs> yeah it, it doesn't let up no i mean no. <laughs> like you know you, you you will get to the end of an episode and there is very little release from right yeah from it. I mean, it they're not <laughs> yeah they're not like you know, peeking at a thing and then rounding it out with a lesson or, or even like, <laughs> yeah. like confessing at the end that it was a joke and everyone's great. Now, like that really doesn't happen. Like no. there, there's not resolve there and no. yeah. it's not always trying to be funny. Sometimes it's just trying to be intense and like, and that's that, that episode over. Yeah. Right. yeah. You enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, that, so often it ends with Ren literally just beating Stimpy. It's just, like, this was intense, and now I'm going to just smack you until we fade to black. You know? Smacking the shit out of him. Just <laughs> yeah. belittling the, the heck out of him, man. Just calling him an idiot. You're stupid. Just yeah. slapping him upside the I head. Space Madness ends with them basically reaching this intensity climax and then ending the world. Yeah. yeah. Ending it existence. Yes. Flips off like a light switch and that's, and that's the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that is the, th- it's, okay. yeah, it builds up to this thing and we watch this as kids. It's a thing that builds to, and all of creation is done. Like that, that was never a thing that occurred to me as a kid that all of creation could be snuffed out, but nothing exists anymore. That now planted that seed in me, you know. But, the, not... but leading up to that, it's just once again, 
the absolute absurdity of it because there's like that game so game host sort of guy oh, yeah. just yelling at yeah. Stimpy, just can like, can he hold on? Will he push the candy red button? You know, yeah. and just him slapping him in the head with his butt cheeks, you yeah, know, with his with his prehensile <laughs> butt cheeks. <Yeah. laughs> and so like, I think that's why as a kid you're just like laughing at him. Now, as an adult, and I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, that is incredibly dark. <laughs> yeah. As a kid, I'm just laughing at those butt cheeks hitting him in the face. True, I guess, yeah. As a kid, <laughs> that's what jumps out at you is the butt cheeks. I'm not thinking yeah. about the the existential crisis of it all. <laughs> no, but they, they just, they managed to crank it up. Yeah. yeah. And every couple minutes, it is cranked up. And yeah. like, and that that's really, that's a feat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, there, there's some. I have a whole page of notes just on the rewatch, and I mean, honestly, like the the, I think the most bonkers episode is Black Hole. Like Black Hole mm. is an entire episode where, I mean, they just go, we're gonna go, we're gonna go nuts. We're going to change everything about everything. They're gonna be slugs in one. <laughs> frame they're going to be they're going to have crab claws for hands in another one like they're just there's going to be aliens that ingest them like it, you're just like okay let's roll with it. it is the most bizarre insane episode ever and they're just like yeah this is for kids this is cool this is <laughs> this is fine they'll roll with it <laughs> yep we had yeah. we, we had that one and then uh i i have to blow everybody's mind right now so Happy, happy, joy, joy. Okay, right? Yeah. We, we know it. It was on t-shirts. It was, you know, the song was around uh, everything. You know, old, good old stinky weasel tits. We, weasel teats <laughs> singing that one, which that's so great. Uh, I I was watching it as an adult, and I was just like, Jordan Peele had to see this. Because it's, it's Get Out. Like, that's what it is. <laughs> it's, it's, I got the machine. I'm putting it on you. I'm forcing you to be this way. We see Ren contort in absolute agony as he's forced to be happy. And we're just going to keep doing it until we get you to do what we want. And, you know, I mean, I'm positive he ripped it off. <laughs> it was, he watched. So sorry, man, Jordan, I, I got to talk to you, dude. I think I think you owe uh, John and the gang. Uh, I mean, at least a nod, I think, at the very least. You know? <laughs> one uh say that but yeah you might be onto something there thank you very much I, you know it's very deep analysis here that's what we do so <laughs> well I, I what i want to say is just you went deep analysis i want to talk about i want to eat since i was a little kid all the way up until me watching this again i totally forgot i want to eat that damn bar of soap from Space Madness. <laughs> I forgot all about that until yeah, I right. saw that again. Yeah. And oh my word, that that woke something in, in my belly <laughs> that I forgot all about that I had buried through years of therapy. <laughs> Me seeing that bar of soap again. The Gabe, Hannah. Bar. Oh, I wanna I I took a shower later. I just stared at a bar of soap. <laughs> it's like I need it. I'm gonna do I'm it. I'm just gonna try it. I'm just gonna take a little bite. <laughs> no, but like just those little things like that stuck out with me and just you know watch it again things like the invention episode yeah um yeah you know at the end too with the happy happy joy, joy. those stay up socks <laughs> i don't think there's a day that's gone by in my entire life 
that I haven't thought about those damn socks. Just <laughs> like, man, I wish I would have just had a little bit of glue in my socks to keep them up. I wish. Come on, science. The dream. Yeah. Thank you for giving me this fantastic phone, but hurry up with the damn socks already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, Go ahead. I, mean, I mean, a modern show, I think, would probably not recommend that you do outwardly dangerous things, right? But yeah. I mean, Ren and right. Simpy was kind of not telling you not to. Like, right. The joke oh, yeah. was never like, you know, okay, and but don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Ever, you yeah. know, and like in future seasons and episodes and things, I mean, you know, some of the stuff they don't whiz on the electric fence, you know. Was, yeah. remember, it was like, it was I mean that like, yes don't like don't do that don't eat soap don't yeah. do, 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 do don't put super glue in your or anyone's socks like that. I mean that you know that'll take your skin off like, they never they just assume that if that you won't and if you do that's on you you yeah. know <laughs> right yeah yeah I am wiping my hands of this it was a cartoon yeah, yeah it was a cartoon you're, you're dumb if you do it yeah that's that's a really good point I mean the in the uh oh gosh what's the episode called the untamed world um where you know they, they see all the insane animals mm, and it's such yeah. a good parody of like the you know the, those early you know disney oh where disney goes to the on safari and goes to the serengeti and all it was so good it was so fun and uh the animal tagging scene where uh <laughs> stimpy ends up like grabbing ren and like has like the tag and like crunches it into his ear and you're like Oh, and then at the end of the episode, when they're doing like the fun recap, yeah. you know, Ren's just like, ha ha, and he crunches it into Stimpy's tongue. Yeah. It's like, there was no, and then Ren still has the tag. So it wasn't like, oh, that was just a silly cartoon. It was like, no, we're ending this as our like talking to the kids send off. Yeah. And by the way, we're going to hurt each other so badly. <laughs> One last time yeah. in case you forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. You, uh, they, they, There was no, I, I loved that as a kid. I kind of love it as as oh, I definitely love it as a grown up that yeah there is no message there's no there's no like hey no like this was yeah. all in good fun and that's cool I, mean, I love that it's it's you know that and you know I mean Beavis and Butthead was pretty much unapologetically like hurt animals and set fire to things I mean like it yeah. was it was insane but you know I I kind of like the, the the I don't like that message. Certainly, I don't. I don't advocate hurting animals of any kind. I don't. I realize I'm like I'm walking down this path. No, uh, no. Uh, but I I love the the unapologetic. Like it's gonna be crazy, bonkers, fun, wild stuff, and it's so insane. Of course, don't really do these things, but that's implied. Just yeah. just have fun. The built-in understanding that like you shouldn't be doing these sorts of things. You yeah, because that's it, it, what makes it funny. Yeah, you're just like, oh, it's it's insane. As a kid, I know that's insane. So, I yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I think that if you had asked the creators who you know were all famously pretty wacky, like yeah. if, if you asked Bob Camp or these people, like, hey, by the way, you you don't want anyone to do this stuff, right? Like, you don't want people to actually beat up their siblings you know mm -hmm. or hit people with stuff or you know whatever i i don't know that they 
I don't know that they, <laughs> the morality police was on staff. Like, right. I, I don't know right. that anyone would have like jumped in to be like, oh, you're right. This is bad for the children. Like, I just, I don't. Right. No, <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. They, they never said that. You know, it was just like, we're going to make something crazy and wild and cool. Something that we want to see. Yeah. And kids will like it. Probably. It's boogers. It's great. You know, <laughs> it's yeah, kitty little like jokes. No one will ever sue us or get mad at us for any of this. Who cares? Right. You know, it's just wouldn't fly today. Right. Exactly. So, okay. Parent perspective. Okay. Both Andy and I have kids. Um, I know you are a, a bunny mother for sure. Um, <laughs> whether you have kids or not, would you let your kid watch it? Cool. When's an appropriate age? Uh, I mean, so I don't have kids. So this, I, I, this is, you know, this is, um, I feel like I could say anything. You (laughs) totally can. I have no responsibilities (laughs) at all. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I kind of feel like, like things that are freaky kind of breed creativity and, and upside down thinking. And, you know, I mean, I can't pretend like I know how to parent anything or anyone, but, but I mean, I, I would think that as long as things are more or less in context, it's okay to show something gross. I mean, I, I don't know that everything needs to be so plastic coated all the time, but that said, I mean, I, I would think that you would not want to traumatize your kid either. <laughs> Right. I mean, I feel like I I had nightmares from, you know, I, again, I'm not sure if this was a season one or season two. Admittedly, I kept watching through my rewatch a little far. Uh, but, you know, they're like, like someone's teeth come out and they're like plucking the dangling nerve endings and stuff. And I, I, yes. I have yes, yes, yes. horrifying memories of that, you know. So the only reason to maybe not show it to your kids is because you might like, you know, scar them a little, I guess, but maybe it just depends on the kid. It depends on how sensitive your kids are. <laughs> yeah. Andy, what do you think? I'm just, you know what? It's one of those things like, I don't know, we, we've talked about so many things on this this podcast already. This one almost feels like, yeah, yeah, my, my son can watch this. You know, he's two right now. You know, he, he knows cartoons and everything. The thing that I would worry about is my my young little man he is already becoming a a hitter where he'll see you know we'll put on you know that chicken attack video yeah it's a great song with this yodeler he yodels <laughs> and he fights with this chicken fantastic video oh Hannah, you, need, you need to see this it's, it's called it's chicken attack it's called it's, chicken attack it's great and so already you know he'll watch that and he'll be like you know my kid will be yelling they're hurting they're hurting but then he'll come up to me and he'll be like chicken attack and start like punching me <laughs> so if i let him watch this i'm definitely gonna get slapped across the face and get called a stupid idiot you know you know bloated sack just blo- constantly <laughs> am i ready for that as a parent i can i think i could take it maybe a, maybe a little too bad maybe there is no. an age threshold maybe yeah. we'll, we'll start yeah. with rugrats or something first yeah yeah i think there's definitely <laughs> gateway uh cartoons you know. i guess you're right we'll start with beavis and butthead yeah yeah start him <laughs> off on that yeah, um, you know, Gabe. Okay, what about you, man? I mean, your your kids are older than mine, so yeah. I've you being a you know much bigger fan than I am too. I'm even worried. I'm wondering, have they already seen it? You know, so yeah. Uh, the answer is yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
So not only do I recommend it, uh, I, I, I mean, would I? But yes, I have um, for sure. My daughter. My daughter is is about to turn nine, um, and she's a little young, but she is. So I was so influenced by Ren and Stimpy. I have a weird sense of humor. I'm mm-hmm. I'm gross. I mean, I'm a dude. I'm gross. <laughs> but I mean, like I. The the 1950s of it all and like talking to I talk to my kids like I talk to my kids like every one of them is like a 35 year old divorced English professor. I talk to my kids like they're full on grownups all the time. <laughs> like I, I give them little cuddles and I'm silly and all that. But like I talk to them straight up all the time because it's, I, I grew up around a lot of adults and I love that. I, I absolutely love that. I was like, oh, I was never talked down to. It was cool. So. My daughter has been exposed since she was, you know, two to dad's weird, crazy madness. So, yeah. In fact, when I was rewatching it, I had her. She watched. Um, I called her in for. Uh, let me see. Oh, definitely. Uh, Robin Hoke, Hoke and uh, Littlest Giants. Littlest Giant. Mm-hmm. I called her in for both of those because those are so silly and fun. There's a couple iffy parts but she thought they were hilarious and i loved seeing her just crack up over it and i was like yes this is awesome this is i mean that's this that's the reason to have kids hannah is just to show them cool weird (laughs) shit and and just go like yeah you know um it's so fun but uh yeah my boys are about to turn five i think they're a little too young you know um mine are not hitters thank goodness we are (laughs) we are very I don't know, hippy dippy household, I guess. Like we, I don't know. We just we hug all the time. We give smooches all the time. We're we're artists. We paint and draw. Thank heaven that none of them have been hitters ever. I mean, that's um, what I tell. That's why I tell my boy. I tell him we're we're lovers, not fighters. <laughs> He's a fighter. He's yeah. been watching Stone Cold Steve Austin since he that, was born. I think that's what got into that, it. Yeah, dude. I mean, come on. You have wrestling on you know, every day. <laughs> What's he gonna do? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I think uh, I think the age it's appropriate, and I agree. I think wild, crazy, weird stuff leads to outside the box thinking. I, I yeah, I do. I just think it, it it breeds creativity when people, when kids especially, can see like, I mean, kids are naturally so creative and just mm-hmm. wild and smart, and they come up with stuff like toast dragons and like my boys are constantly coming up with monsters and like new monsters and, and their powers and stuff. And it's like, they're just making it all up. They didn't get it from anything. So I think it's amazing to see, Whoa, here's a cartoon that I can watch, or here's a show that I can watch. And it, it feels like it's not for me, but I get to watch it. And it's so weird and crazy and wild. I think that's rad. And clearly it was one of the, you know, one of your influences. Uh, so it can't all be bad, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, (laughs) I, it, I, I was a, I was a nonviolent only child and I was a little introverted, I think for a long time of my life. So maybe, it, maybe for me, it was like getting away with something, you know, so it, <laughs> I, I, I kept it, kept it close. Yeah. You know, I, I wasn't acting on, on too much of it, but I would think that would be a consideration though. If I had been too young, I, I, I could see how maybe this would breed some bad habits kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah for sure i mean the slapping yeah dude like when your boy starts to watch it you're gonna get slapped yeah <laughs> absolutely 
All right, we we have we have done it with the discussion there. Uh, super rad. So now we have our etc. Uh, you know, honestly, this one it's like there's a ton of yeah. trivia. There's a million things that are out there uh, that exist. You know, Andy, anything? I'm not putting you on the spot, dude. No. But like anything that just jumped out to you. That I you, mean. The one thing that, you know, kind of going down this road, uh, looking back at Ren and Stimpy, I, I had never watched it. And it's one of those things where I I was interested when it was coming out was that, that newer rendition of Ren and Stimpy. Well, I, I can't even think of the Ren and Stimpy adult party. Adult party cartoon. Yeah. And I, I never watched it. And it was one of those things where, you know, it would pop into my head from time to time. Like, oh, should I watch it? And then the John K of it all. It's like, you know what? I am not going to watch it. So it's one of those things I'm just curious. <laughs> Hannah's already making gross noises. Oh, it, was, it was such a disappointment. I, okay. It, I mean, I to, I didn't expect much because it was like a Spike TV remake yes. for yeah. adults. So already I was like, man, you know, like the... I don't know. It, the the reason The reason why it was good was because it was technically for kids so it yeah. wasn't there you go overly, okay it wasn't overly like wasn't overly sexual or you know what i mean like yeah. it, just, it seemed to stay in in a lane that i thought was was where it needed to be and when they tried to make that adult thing they basically absolutely removed everything that was good about that about that show. i yeah. watched like an episode or two and was like all right i i don't want this in my memory when I think about <laughs> when I think about this show. But it was like all of all of the all of the dynamic personality stuff was gone. All of the the crazy storytelling was gone. It was just cheap shot, like just okay. bad jokes for men. It, you know, it's just like it's just like it was. It was it was it was for teenage boys. Like that's it what it was. Bad. I like yeah. like not inexcusably bad like yeah. so far away it, it was it, they the only thing that was connected for me was that they they stole the characters you know to use for that show but otherwise like skip it it, okay, it didn't perfect. last very long yeah, no I think a season if that maybe i don't know yeah I've, I've got them here uh because that's when it came out i was so stoked that it was coming back that i was like yeah and i bought them without seeing it. They, they released them they were on dvd with all the extras and uncensored and all this stuff before it even aired on so I, i'm fairly certain because there's no way in hell i would have purchased them after seeing it on yeah. spike tv so I purchased them and I watched them and uh, I watched uh, most of them with our mutual friend, Aaron, Andy. Yeah. And uh, who's also he might be the biggest Ren and Stimpy fan on Earth. Um, but <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. But we, we watched it. We were so excited. And Hannah, see, like our faces just fell. We're just like, oh, man, it was. Listen, there there were one or two, you know, funny things. There's one episode. I can't even remember the name. There's one episode like pretty deep into that season. I think it's one, one and a half seasons, maybe. I think it's one season. But anyway, there's one that is so insanely dark. Ren goes to a therapist and he, it is so, so dark. Ren is like straight up talking about like murder and all this stuff. Oh, and geez. yeah. And I remember like, 
I, I turned to my buddy and I'm just like, dude, I feel bad. Like, this is, this sucks. Like, this really, really sucks. Like, Ren and Stimpy is so special and so wonderful. You didn't have the matte paintings. You didn't have the insane, rad attention to detail. You had, like, if a bunch of 14-year-old boys got together and were pretty good animators, like, they came up with this thing. And it's like, that's not... I didn't want to see that. Yeah. I don't think I even would have wanted to see it when I was 14. You know, like, it was a bummer. So... I agree with you. It's best not to have Perfect. that taint the memory of it. So you haven't seen it, dude. Don't watch. I'm gonna it. skip it. I yeah. think you, without ever seeing it, and it, Hannah put it, you know, hit the nail on the head. Where I was thinking in my head, like, what made Ren and Stimpy special was they played in the sandbox of like we're a kids show that's trying yeah. to push the boundary, mm-hmm. yeah. and it seemed like that show was like, all right, now the boundaries are off, and I'm like, I don't think that works. I do. I watch it. I, I just think it's gonna it was, be bad. Okay. It was such I feel a good. Bastard of something that was so cool i mean Mm -hmm. yeah it 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 looked like somebody made a show who didn't who didn't get the original which is interesting because john k notorious creep uh (laughs) was was directly involved and it really kind of you know if anything is is the evidence that the rest of the team was pretty pivotal (laughs) in making (laughs) that show funny in the beginning you know i mean because left left to his own devices, whatever the modern version is, an absolute train wreck. So yeah. you know, yeah, I, yeah. Like one more reason why the rest of the team deserves the credit, and we can we can go on, you know, enjoying the thing that was, and, yeah, and just leave leave that leave that there. Uh, <laughs> well yeah, said. Skip that. Absolutely skip that. Well, well perfect. said. Well perfect, said. Perfect. <laughs> The the one piece of trivia that I'll throw out, which I did I never picked up on this, but did you know the entire world takes place in Hollywood, Yugoslavia? <laughs> no. <laughs> I did not know that. That is a piece of trivia. <laughs> and it's it's referenced in Mad Dog Hook, uh Haunted House, uh A Visit to Anthony, and Stimpy's Fan Club. Okay. So the whole thing <laughs> takes place in beautiful Hollywood, Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia. So there you go. <laughs> See, this is the nuance. The, yeah. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. It it's doesn't great. have to it's it's just it's just weird enough. It's funny. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. It's yeah. not trying too hard. That's just funny. Yeah. It's got one of the single big best characters ever, and he's in for three seconds. Ransack the Elder. In the Ren Hoek episode when Stimpy is changing quickly into all the different like merry men. So yeah. like Ren is Robin Hood and then there's like, oh, and there's little John and there's blah, blah, blah. And then every two seconds is another crazy character. And the joke is, you know, Stimpy is in real time changing into all these outfits. And one of them is just it's just a throwaway name. It's like and ransack the elder. And Stimpy gives this look at the camera like, are you effing kidding me? Like, I have to go be Ransack? Okay, and he, like, comes back, and he's an old man with, like, a king. It's just so great. It's it's a split-second gag. It's so good. One of my favorite. I've, I've carried that name with me. I've definitely stolen it so many times. <laughs> Ransack the Elder. So there you have it. All right, my friends. We did it. I think uh, I think that's... that's. I think, I think that's it. I think that's a success. That's a, it, definitely. I'd say... Home run, slam dunk, all the sports analogies. We did it. Uh, <laughs> now comes the time, uh, the Obanath. We have to ask you. 
this is this is where we ask for recommendations. So you can certainly we're going to talk about your things. All your meta metadata is going to be you know loaded into the thing, so people can find you. You can talk about anything you're working on certainly, but this is also an area we reserve for things that you recommend. Like what are you reading right now? Like what are you listening to? What do you want people to know about that you think is genuinely cool? Hmm. I don't know. That's that's a good question. I think, uh, admittedly, I have been like in a cave during this whole yeah. wonderful year of COVID. So I feel like I haven't like gotten out much. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I don't really think I've interacted with a lot of media, but um, no. I mean, I think a lot of what I have been seeing that has been exciting to me is just I think a lot of artists have been kind of incubating projects over the last year you yeah, know and sure. I, I feel like just across the board a lot of people are producing like really cool work a lot of my friends and contacts seem to be making really cool paintings having a lot of stuff going on so I don't know if I have a specific recommendation but I mean I, I do feel like you know just speaking for as somebody kind of in the art world I think that there's going to be a lot of really cool stuff happening from independent artists and, and people. And, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm looking forward to things going back to normal to the point where I can kind of see like what everyone's been doing locked in their studios for a year, you know, and yeah. some of the little teasers and previews have been cool. So I, I, yeah, I, I don't know exactly, but I, I do feel like there's a, I, I feel the rumble of, you know, of, of a lot of like new creativity exploding as soon as, uh, as soon as people get to the point where they can, you know, show all the stuff that they've been working on. So I feel like we're on the cusp of some really cool art coming yeah. out. I, I believe that. Yeah. I, I hope so. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to devour some stuff. I know. I need, I, I just want to get back to a gallery and hang out again, like just see stuff and visit with people and give like hugs and high fives like it's just been yeah. so freaking weird man like i used to go to galleries constantly and it's just uh, yeah i haven't been to one in over a year it's yeah. nuts yeah but i mean i do feel like a lot of a lot of people have been trying to get projects off the ground a lot of people mm -hmm. for sure. better or worse had a lot of time to focus yeah on, on stuff so uh yeah i mean i think uh i, I do think that there's going to be a big a big explosion of of probably new you know, new cartoons, new things coming out. I mean, you know, new artist centric things. I, I think is, I think we are right in front of a big release of cool stuff. I think you're right. And that's going to be exciting. That's going to be, no, I'm ready. Yeah. Bring it on. Andy, what do you, what do you recommend right now? What's on your mind? All right. So what, what I'm going to recommend this week is it's a, it's a TV show, a series that's on HBO right now. Um, you know, as as a uh, as a married couple, you have to find you know you have to find a show. You have to find your <laughs> show that you're gonna watch at night. And um, we've only watched one episode so far, but it's called um, it's on HBO now. I think it's a limited run show, and it's called uh, Mayor of East Town. We've only watched the first episode. It starts Kate. It stars Kate Winslet uh, from a a movie about a big boat, and um, the movie is the movie Wait, is what. A, uh, Kate uh, Winslet. Kate Kate Winslet. She's in a movie about a boat. Hang on. Uh, is it Redemption Road? Uh, uh, Wait, is there a boat in that? Uh, Lusitania. 
Um, they made a movie about the Lusitania. Fantastic. I'm so excited but about she, that. <laughs> um, but she, uh, she's a cop in it. Um, it's like a small town sort of murder that happens. And so, I mean, all I'm going to say so far is like we're one episode in. It was one of those things my wife suggested to put on. It is a downer of a show. <laughs> and, but it caught my attention right off the bat. And it was one of those like, oh, I want to watch the next episode. Oh, no, this is an hour long. Oh, no, I don't have this in my heart to watch the next episode. <laughs> but I really want to watch the next episode. Um, so if you are in the mood for something that's going to be a super bummer, and a super <laughs> downer. But so far, it's been very good. I recommend putting it on. Watch the first episode. And it's one of those things. Did you ever watch Broadchurch? Yeah. So it starts off kind of like that sort of feel of just like small town. Everyone knows everybody. Everyone's in their each other's business. And now we just got like a, a murder of a young person in the town. And it's just like, oh, this is going to be an awful show. And I'm going to be mad. And there's going to be injustice. <laughs> and I'm just going to want to throw something at my TV. But I recommend you all watch that, especially as we're all down and sad in the quarantine. It's a perfect quarantine show. Dude, this is a common thing with you. Last week, <laughs> you were talking about Manchester Orchestra's new album, which is beautiful. I actually, from your recommendation, I checked it out. It's gorgeous. But it's like so sad. It's Man, certain, I'm sorry. Certain parts are so sad. And it's like, they're just it's gut-wrenching music at times. And... Now you're just like, and here's the show. You'll also bum you the F out. Like, you know what? have a nice day. All right. I recommend The Circle oh, <laughs> on Netflix. No. Mayor of Easttown. Yeah. Watch it. Be depressed. Okay. I only watch one episode. If it sucks, I recommend the first episode. <laughs> yeah. The second episode really goes off the rails. <laughs> Gabe, what do you got for us this week? Well, really quick, Hannah, you gave oh. me like real big eyes. Do you, do, are you a fan of Manchester Orchestra? Are you... It's okay. No. You can say no. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure. I don't know what that is. Yeah, but I, I didn't know either. I didn't know either. Um, and it's it's very very beautiful music. It's hard to. It's it's weird. Yeah. It's almost like, it's almost like rock, uh, rock and roll folk rock stuff. Folk indie. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. you call it. It's not normally my cup of tea, but uh, my boy over here recommended it, and I checked it out, and it's it's, it's beautiful. But anyway, mm -hmm. uh, it'll make you cry, <laughs> and it's like I, I'm not into that sometimes. Most times. Uh, anyway, I'm going to recommend something that is going, it, it is, it bridges both things that you both just said. It's art. That's incredible. Uh, it's also uh, an incredibly well done show uh, that will bum you out at times, but just for a second, because the whole thing is just so exciting. It's Invincible by Ooh, Robert Kirkman. Yes. Invincible is this new animated show. It is on Amazon Prime. And it is, uh, you're, you're learning all about the, these superheroes Basically, the old, I, I don't want to say like it's the old guard and then the new one's coming in. Um, it's really, it's a father and son story. Imagine the dad is like a Superman and the son is coming to terms with his powers. And it is insane. It is the most Robert Kirkman thing ever. There's insane violence. It is, uh, it's the perfect thing to recommend after us talking about Ren and Stimpy for an hour and change. It's like, this is adult insanity that is incredibly well done, has, uh, I don't know, like, there's not a lot of levity, but there's like, there's, there's a love story and there's coming of age stuff and there's, it's, it's fun. And, and, you know, the people that are in it, uh, Stephen Young, uh, JK Simmons, Sandra Oh, uh, Zazie Beats, I love saying her name. She has like the coolest name ever. 
Uh, and then, you know, Walton Goggins and Jillian Jacobs. There's so many rad people that are in this and the animation's incredible. It is so fun and wild and very, very adult. There's not like, you know, wieners and stuff every five minutes, but like there's, there's exploding heads every 10 minutes and it's wild. It's pretty crazy, but it's a great story. And, uh, you know, my wife is very against exploding heads every 10 minutes and it held her attention and she thought it was cool. So that's why I feel like, oh, I can recommend this without sounding like a crazy person because she's my barometer. So it's like, ah, if she dug (laughs) it, then we're good. So, so there you go. There's invincible. Okay. So good. Anna, anything else that uh, you as the Obanoth want to leave with us? Anything parting sentiment? Uh, we're already going to follow you. We, I mean, everyone right. listening to this should already be following you. No, that's, I mean, that's, that's most of it. This it was a super fun rewatch. I, uh, I, I picked up some stuff that I think some new things to stick with me. I, you know, like whenever when Ren opens his eyes in the morning, like like rudely awakened, there's the sound of like glass shattering. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, so some of these things I think are uh, I, I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna hang on to this for a while. So so thank <laughs> you for putting me in a position where I could re-experience a lot of this stuff. I that was fun. You are welcome. Thank you so much for suggesting it. It was uh, an awesome trip down memory lane. It was so much fun. So. Andy, uh, you we we have our things you want yeah. to hit. So you know, as always, you know you can like us and give us uh, reviews and everything if they're positive or if they're <laughs> negative. Give us honest reviews. So uh, subscribe to subscribe to us. Follow along. You know, follow us on all the uh, social medias, all the all the bullshits out there. <laughs> Make sure you join us on Instagram, uh, Twitter, TikTok. Watch me dance on TikTok. Uh, all we aren't ever gonna dance. We're gonna dance. <laughs> Game, gonna it's gonna that. happen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. We're not. I know these that. booty dances now. Follow us along on all those things at Who Let You Pod uh, on all the handles, and then even email us. Send us suggestions. Send us your stories. Tell us what you think about Ren and Stimpy um, at Who Let You Pod at gmail.com. All right. Uh, so this is uh, Andy Diaz and Gabe Martinez reminding you to never ever let your children watch anything unless it's about a plucky chihuahua dressed as a rat and a cat that gets five dollars to eat him uh in front of an old man who just always farts if that's the thing that you're gonna let your kids watch that's fine that's okay but don't let them watch anything else until next time friends be well the end have a good one (laughs) oh my juices (laughs) there you go You've just heard a Doomsday Initiative podcast. Consult a physician.